others. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Taste, taste. get a taste. Taste, taste. Let you get a taste. Taste, taste. Do you love taste? Yeah, that's cool, but he ain't like me. Tonight's rundown, uh, President Obama. Um, yes, he will always be known as such. Charlemagne the God. <laughs> I don't know how long he's going to be known. Uh, the MTV VMAs, uh, Azealia Banks, Missy Elliott, and much, much more. Welcome to another edition of Bro Talk Live, the best show on the internet for you by us. BroTalkLive.com, always on the mark. It's your man, Jason, uh, sitting in the main chair as usual. And um, we're going to kick it to my main man, Dex. And what the hell is happening? All right, so if you guys are watching the live show, you see me, I have the do-rag, I have the bandana. The reason behind this is because earlier today, Ja Rule, the rapper, tweeted out that Ja Ruling should be a thing. Obviously, I agree. So Ja Rule, if you guys don't know, is a big, huge rapper from the late 90s, early 2000s, and I feel like he doesn't get the credit that he deserves today. He had a nice run. Yeah, but I feel like we should still be giving this man the respect today. I don't feel like he gets his just due. And, you know... I came up with a couple of things that what is job ruling? So, you know, it's summertime and then wintertime it's cuffing season and job and um, in the summer it's rule season. All right. <laughs> so in rule season, when you're job ruling, Boy, you got to know that you can't be telling everybody what we do. It's just between me and you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> guys, treat your girls right. Not just because they're your love, but also because they're your homie. All right. All right. And then what do you do? What do you do? What you do? When someone tries to get at you, <laughs> what you, do? you clap back ah. when you're job ruling. Guys, look, job ja rule is all, he's always been there for us. Ladies, you too. If you guys wanted some relationship advice, job ja rule, you know, slide <laughs> this into someone's DM. When I cry, you cry. We all cry. We cry together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And finally, finally, when it comes to jaw ruling, always remember, no, do me a favor. Turn to your neighbor and let them know. Neighbor. When it comes to jaw ruling, you should know that many won't always be there when you call, but they'll always be on time. Can I get a murder? <laughs> I can't take you. That was spectacular. Yes. Do you have any uh, advice for the late night lovers who sling dick like no other? Come on now. <laughs> you got a word in Utah? <laughs> Tyler God, uh, have you ever found out what uh, KTIC means? What? Uh, it, like, for instance, if I were to say, if you were to text me saying that, um, send me the questions early so that I can prepare and make it nice and flowy. And um, I say, aren't you supposed to do that every week? KTSE. Did you understand what KTSE means? No, I, didn't know, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm if not you doing had to guess, though, what, what KTSD means, what would you say? I don't know. Jesus Christ, how you're a fossil. I told you. I told you he wasn't going to know. Tal, you're about to have a child. You're going to be so like, oh, I don't know what my kids are talking about. I'm telling oh, you. Is that, is that a thing? Like, do people say that often? It means keep that same energy. Yeah, most people I know just say that whole sentence. Well, they do, but you're not going to type that out. Like, that's, that's a lot to type. You know, Jason is way too busy to type anything out. God forbid he has to use his fingers. I'm, I'm going to sit here and know what you're talking about. I didn't even read that. I use my thumb when I do that uh, that little thing where I press and hold and give you the thumbs up. That's like one of my favorite you know, things. You I don't like that. 
All right, Bro Talk Live. Uh, let's kick it to the first topic. Is it too late? Has life changed forever? Um, so Donald Trump has officially pissed off the rest of the white people that were still on his side after uh, he met with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Um, shout out to Bill, by the way, who would do excellent in this segment, but he's fighting, you know, overseas in the <laughs> in the Iranian war or something like that. I'm, I'm not sure what he's doing, but uh, hopefully he's nice and safe and, you know, we get him back here soon. But yeah, uh, he was, uh, met, he met Vladimir Putin and they two shook hands and they didn't really, uh, have the demonstrative tone that people thought that this whole thing would take. Um, a lot of people criticized Trump for shaking the hand of the mortal enemy for so many decades and so many centuries. Um, and that they thought that Donald Trump, committed an act of treason um, when he shook the hand of Vladimir Putin. Um, articles like this was written by The Atlantic. Will Donald Trump destroy the presidency? Uh, and this, I guess this was the last straw. Uh, Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, um, for his part, part was at a, actually a South African uh, conference uh, that was honoring Nelson Mandela. And he had this to say about the current state of the United States politics. The politics of fear and resentment and retrenchment began to appear, and that kind of politics is now on the move. It's on the move at a pace that would have seemed unimaginable just a few years ago. I'm not being alarmist, but I'm simply stating the fact, look around, strongman politics are ascending suddenly, whereby elections and some pretense of democracy are maintained the form of it, wherein those powers seek to undermine every institution of, or norm that gives democracy meaning. He continued saying, people just make stuff up. They just make stuff up. We see it in the growth of state-sponsored propaganda. We see it in the blurring of lines between news and entertainment. We see the utter loss of shame among political leaders where they're caught in a lie and they just double down and lie some more. It used to be that if you caught them lying, they'd be like, oh man, but now they just keep on lying. Um, his final statements, let me tell you what I believe. I believe in Nelson Mandela's vision. I believe in a vision shared by Gandhi and King and Abraham Lincoln. I believe in a vision of equality and justice and freedom and multiracial democracy built on the premise that all people are created equal and are endowed by a creator with certain inalienable rights. Guys, is it too late to have, you know, saying this much faith that America will ever be uh, what we thought it could once be um, in our generation? What you think, Dex? I think a lot of times things will happen like this, like like Barack Obama, like doing something for Nelson Mandela. And it makes you think about the rich history that our country does have. Unfortunately, like the stuff that's happening today, just kind of like it doesn't erase that stuff for me. It, it only makes it like we have to fight that much harder just to make like positive change and positive things remain like a focal point within our, our, our community and our, overall like our country. Okay, very well said. Um, Todd, do you have any uh, hope that, you know, we can once get back to that, that hope, quote unquote, that Barack Obama gave us for change in this country just four years ago? Um, honestly, I think that's going to always be there. I don't think that we're going to ever be in a state where we're hopeless because we've been in a worse state before. And although um, it hasn't, it seemed like we were making a pro progress and then now progress is kind of going backwards. Um, we've kind of been in that cycle for a very long time now. If you look at the history of America, you, you've seen that steady progress, and then you've seen that progress begin to um, decline over, whether it's transition of leadership or transitions in just um, finances and things like that. These, these waves have always been there. 
And so I think that we'll still weather the Donald Trump storm um, and get back to kind of trying to make that progress. I don't think Donald Trump is going to be able to do as much damage as he thinks he is. Obama speaking out against, um, well, and I want to say against, but criticizing the current sitting president. Do you think that has uh, an effect or, you know, I'm saying, is it kind of petty for him to do when he said that he wouldn't do that? He's not necessarily mentioning Donald Trump by name, but um, he's kind of, you know, referencing him. I think that he should speak out personally. Um, I like that he speaks out. Um, he's always taken like a, a bit of a high road when it comes to things like that. He will not mention him by name specifically, as he's mentioned almost every time um, Donald Trump speaks. He finds some reason to blame Obama. I'm surprised he didn't blame um, President Obama. Actually, he did blame President Obama um, during the whole Russia um, meeting that he had with Vladimir Putin. I mean, he just finds any way to put everything in. I'm surprised he didn't misspeak and say it was um, Obama's fault that he misspoke because he was thinking something Obama did. And so, you know, he should say something. I think people look to him as a leader. Um, he's still doing some things that don't get that much media coverage, but he's still um, doing the same work that he was doing before. So I think that he should speak out against it because people see him as a leader. I agree with what Todd just said. I think it's it's great on, like for the country, I think it's great to have someone like Barack Obama who doesn't always speak out because it, it gets obnoxious. Like certain people, every time you turn around and Donald Trump does something, people have something negative to say about it. And it's just like, I think I take it more serious when Barack Obama says something about President Trump because he doesn't always do it. So it's kind of like when he's speaking, like I'm going to listen to what he's saying. And I think Donald Trump, President Trump might also listen to what he's saying because it's like, this guy doesn't always come out and swing at me. He's not always critical of me. Maybe that he, maybe that he felt compelled to say something this time. Maybe it means something. Maybe I should listen. Okay. All right. Um, moving on uh, away from the politics um, because, you know, it gets draining after a while. We lose hope for the country. What should happen now? Um, and I'm not referencing anything dealing with Barack Obama or the greater good of humanity. Uh, this is in reference to Charlemagne the God. There's a petition going around on care, care two petitions um, that has raised almost this entire goal of $17,000 which I'm not sure what they're going to do with that money, um, but to get Charlemagne that got fired from the Breakfast Club. Uh, Charlemagne is a radio host, if you don't know who he is, uh, for the New York uh, iHeart Media uh, radio station, Power 105.1, um, and they want him off of the air. And so this is what the petition states. So please help us take a stand and get hashtag justice for Jessica Reed. She needs closure. We want iHeartMedia to stop supporting Charlemagne the God's behavior and fire him from the Breakfast Club. Anyone who accepts a guilty plea of any kind of deviance with children shouldn't profit. They should be punished. Hashtag justice for closure. Um, if you're wondering what all these allegations are about, um, Charlemagne in 2001 was arrested on a charge of sexual misconduct with a minor. Now, the documents filed at the time of his arrest said that the then 22 Charlemagne willfully, unlawfully, and felonoli. How do you say this word, Ty? I'm sorry, I was off the screen. Feloniously, felon, feloniously engaged in penile slash vaginal intercourse Ooh. with a 15 year old female child. Um, and according to the police report, the girls appeared very intoxicated and did not know where they were or how they got to the location. 
Uh, 15-year-old Jessica Reed was crying uncontrollably, and her friend explained that someone had picked them up from a nearby residence and gave them a liquid to drink that one of the girls claimed tasted like soda. Um, the 15-year-old girl was then transported to a local hospital where examinations corroborated her story that a sexual assault had occurred. Now, Charlemagne submitted to DNA tests and everything he did. You know, he cooperated with authorities um, and he maintained from the beginning that he did not sexually assault this girl. But um, during the case, uh, this 15 year old girl, Jessica Reed, was uncooperative with the prosecution. And as a result, they didn't feel comfortable, you know, pursuing a charge that they didn't think that, you know, they would win. So Charlemagne ultimately pled guilty to a lesser charge of contributing to delinquency of a minor um, basically for the drinking charge. And he was sentenced to three years of probation. Um, the case was disposed or settled in 2002. But um, now the girl wants to bring back the, the charges again. I guess she wants to retried um, because she says that when she was 15 years old, you know, saying she was just trying to live her life and she just wanted it all to go away. And that's why she didn't prosecute it the first time. Um, a statement from Charlemagne's lawyer says more than 17 years ago, Charlemagne was accused of sexual assault. He never had sexual relations or any physical contact with the accuser and even provided DNA to prove it. At the time of these claims, Charlemagne cooperated fully with authorities. And after an investigation, the charges against him were dropped. Charlemagne has spoken many times over the years in public, including in his book. While Charlemagne has empathy for all sexual assault victims, he cannot take responsibility for a crime he did not commit. Um, so his lawyer had his back. Also, one of his good friends, Angela Rye, who was a commentator, um, a political commentator on CNN, a lot of the times at MSNBC, she had um, something to, no, she didn't really have something to say. She went to do a panel um, basically on church, and uh, someone decided to comment on her post that was totally unrelated and said, Angela, are you going to speak on your friend Charlemagne allegedly drugging and then raping a 15 year old girl years ago? I know you speak for black women being respected, but for some reason, you're kind of quiet on this subject. I hope you don't let it slide and hope for it to go away. I'm just thinking out loud. So Angela had a problem with this. Uh, she basically defended Charlemagne saying, my brother's neither a molester nor a rapist. He never drugged anyone. He never touched the girl. Read more about the incident from 2001. Um, so she basically defended Charlemagne and she got some flack for it herself. And a lot of people agree with this woman at Beauty Collective TV saying uh, it's one thing for Angela Rye to defend her terrible friend Charlemagne, but to attack the underage victim who was raped is unforgivable. It once again shows that these so-called social justice warriors, SJW, Ty, did you, would you have guessed what that meant? I wouldn't have even guessed that. <laughs> these so-called <laughs> social justice warriors don't give a shit about black women. Shame. I'm so angry right now. Angela Rye is canceled. Uh, guys, what should happen now? Um, you know, Charlemagne has been uh, tried, I guess, for this already. Should it be brought back? Uh, should Angela Rye be canceled in all of this? Ty, what do you think? I mean, that was a lot to take in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's interesting is I think that I would have to look at the facts of the case before I can make a judgment. Like you have one side of the story saying what happened and you have Charlemagne's lawyer coming out with a whole different story. So if um, I was accused of something like this, would you defend me on Instagram? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> um, simply because I would not be sure what happened. Oh my God. You can't trust and, me. Um, you seem to have put yourself in a sticky situation you really shouldn't have been in. And so I would not automatically defend you. I, I would probably stay quiet on the matter with neither defending you nor condemning you. Um, that's what Angela should have done as well, I think. 
um, especially since whatever form she was on had nothing to do with that um, at the time. Like, let the facts of the case come out, blah, blah, blah. One of those general statements I wouldn't have, like, you know, gone in the way she did. But, you know, I appreciate her boldness. Um, but they might, they kind of don't like her anyway, so they might find a reason to try to cancel her. Uh, Dex, do you, do you feel like she was coerced into saying um, or basically answering this girl on Instagram or was she just weak? And I think it gets to a point did? where when people like when you what you just asked, Ty, like would he defend you? Like I would consider you one of my close friends. So like naturally, I don't know if I would do it like publicly, but if I'm talking to people around me, which is what I think you should be doing in these situations anyway, like I would say that doesn't seem like it's in his character. That doesn't right. seem to be something that I think that he would do. Um, and even with Charlamagne, I don't necessarily like know him personally. Uh, he does follow me on Twitter, but that doesn't mean we're like friends or anything. Not but really. with that being said, like, I don't know him personally, but because I do, I am a fan of his work. I listen to his shows. I read his books and, and everything. I don't think this is something that he would do because like he often talks so negatively about R. Kelly and like what he did and how he won't play R. Kelly's music. I just would assume that you wouldn't be contradicting yourself and you did the same thing. I would... I really hope and pray that that's not the How case. How often does that actually happen? It happens quite often, though. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I wouldn't put it past anybody for that to be true. Like, you do something and you've done something you condemn so many other people for. But also, in the same token, though, that might be something that totally disgusts you, though. You, you, you genuinely might hate the fact that R. Kelly did what he's being accused of or did or whatever. Like, you might hate that and you express that. And, but like... Would- but yeah, but would you then answer someone who has no affiliation with you on a public forum like Instagram? If I was Charlemagne? No, if you were Angela Rye. I don't know. It's hard because like at one point, like if I am your friend, you're someone that I, like I have your back, whatever. And privately, I'm telling you I have your back and I'm telling other people that I have your back. When I see you being attacked publicly, like I might feel condemned to say something. You know what I mean? Like it might be like a like a reaction. Like you see something, like you want to say something. Someone challenged. Was like wasn't it a comment? It was a comment on a post. It was you, a comment on her post, but she basically challenged her and said, "You're not just going to stay quiet about this. You're going to say something, aren't you?" So it's kind of you know, saying you're asking me to say something. No, I didn't see it. That's that. <laughs> That's what you would have said. There are thousands of posts on this thing, and I didn't see yours. I don't know. That might have been triggering, though. It's kind of one of those things like like for me, like don't don't stay silent on situations that you feel strongly about. Like if you really felt strongly about this, like yeah, you gotta I can't feel it. strongly about something if I don't know. Like she didn't know Charlemagne all the way. She might know him now. But like the you who you are right now is completely different from the Dexter back in college. Like, I don't know what Dexter in college would have done, but I know like, what you would do now. I could be like, no, you definitely wouldn't have done that. Um, based on the character that you have now, like no, but I don't know what ago, 2000, 2001, 2002. before we were all that close, and that wasn't even seventeen years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, how can I, I sit up here and defend? I'm saying, well, just like you said, that doesn't seem like that's in his character based on what I know. But you'll have to just let the facts um, lie where they, you know, lie where they must. I can't get in the middle of that. Like she, her whole job is to put out facts, and if she doesn't have the facts, she's putting out an opinion because that's her friend, and that's not her. That's not her lane. Her lane is what the facts are. I And I agree with what Ty just said. And also, I would never put my personal credibility on the line for anybody else. And I think that's what she's doing here. I don't think she should necessarily be canceled, but I really do think she should take a step back before she responds to things. Because like, what if it comes out that this is true and you've thrown yourself on the line? Like, to be honest with you, we don't say this, but um, there are some people who publicly defended Bill Cosby that we are letting slide now and i don't necessarily know how i feel about that 
Like there are a lot of like actresses in Hollywood who like went to bat and was just like super defensive and they were defending him. And again, like we don't know if he's guilty or whatever, but court wise, we know that he's been proven guilty. And those same people who like super defended him, they're very quiet about it now. And I do think long term defending people who have been proved who are now super who, who, who are proven to be guilty. Like I really do feel like you might have to like take some flack for that as well. I mean, publicly defending, I guess, especially if you're a public figure, you have to be careful. I, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying, though, Dex, as well, that, you know, I'm saying it's an emotional thing. If someone catches you in a weak moment, you know, what I'm saying then you're just going to go off. So that's just what it is. Um, do you think Charlamagne is going to make it through this? Absolutely. Yes. Teflon Don, <laughs> that's going to bring him down. I don't think they're fine. I don't think it's going to hit him as hard as it hit some other people. Right. Unless more accusers start coming forward, then he's done. Next question. Uh, did pray for your immune system, quote unquote, uh, cross the line? What I'm talking about, Azalea Banks went on uh, Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out and she was pissed about it. She says that there were tons of pre-planned colorist jokes. And of course, I cried. Cry, baby, cry. Um, some little scrawny black Atlanta twink was prepared for me. They planned this, hit me on short notice, told me I didn't have to, to, to participate in the coon ass freestyle battles not my style. And I was to sing my song and go home. I show up and some guy who's darker than me starts calling me ugly and being colorist. She was talking about DC young fly, the comedian also hosts, I think of TRL. Um, then all of a sudden acquire the most disgusting basic local cattle call urban pseudo comedic fat because you sit in a chair all day, greasy soul food and do South of the Mason Dixon self-hatred as it backwards, Jim Crow post-traumatic slave disorder, true self-esteem less ward of the clowns with their low scale and highly unoppressive resumes start going off about the beautiful Azalea Banks looks. I've never felt so much hate and rage for anyone else than I did in that moment. Can I get a round of applause? How I read that. I feel like I did a good job. <laughs> um, people went in Zaylee's comments and said, girl, why did you even go on the show? She said, I'm sorry, but this is why I don't never let niggas near me. That's Ooh. the premise of the show. Why would you agree to it if you couldn't handle it? There's no shame in saying this isn't for me or this isn't good for me mentally right now. Um, Zaylee replied by saying, because I wanted to promote my song. They told me I didn't have to participate. And then I show up and they flip the script. No one sent me any emails to prep me or anything. She said, I cried. I wanted to go off, but I couldn't because there were too many people from Viacom there. Um, so it, she just kept going off on Twitter saying that basically people were being colorist towards her because she's dark skinned. But she left this nasty little uh, <laughs> post on Instagram saying, if I were to make fun of Nick Cannon for having lupus and being weak and sickly, if I made a joke that said he'd be dead by the end of the year, then Azalea Banks is the bad guy, right? Uh, Nick Cannon reposted that on Instagram and said, don't you hate when you create your own storms, but forget your umbrella? Isaiah Banks, we are praying for you, queen. Hashtag speedy recovery. Hashtag healing. She wilding out for real. Isaiah Banks replied with the following line, pray for your immune system, Nick. Don't pray for me. Mm. Um, <laughs> there were some people to corroborate uh, Nick Cannon's side of this story that there was nothing colorist said. Uh, Timothy Leggetto said that the jokes that were said to her was nothing about her skin. Uh, they said DC Young Fly said that she had braces but her mouth is still effed up. He also said that Nick Cannon couldn't get Cardi on the show so he had to settle for Azalea Banks' ugly ass. They had to stop recording for an hour so she can calm down. Um, and after that, Azalea ended her soliloquy by saying the album is canceled. 
Uh, I need some time to relax and bounce on the D. I release new music when I feel like it. Um, so did the Azalea line pray for your immune system cross the line in all this? Absolutely. I think I look at it like if you're upset with them for making fun of you or you felt some type of way about them making fun of you, why would you in turn turn around and do the same thing and talk about someone's health? And also like, She's a witch. Remember when she was sacrificing chickens and stuff? Chickens, like, yeah. Biting off chicken heads. And all yeah, those. like you put, a, you put a spell on this man. Like you, I'm really concerned about for Nick Cannon's life. So Azalea, you got to take the spell off of him. Like that's not okay. That's not fair. <laughs> also, she said, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to go off there because there were too many Viacom people there. I am willing to bet that there are more Viacom people on the internet that are reading your post than were stationed at that studio. Just a hunch of mine. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm sure several Viacom companies probably posted it on their websites. Like, like <laughs> everything that you said, like dummy. Uh, this woman makes a chronic fool of herself um, no matter what. And on top of that, she wants to go on this post, like going in on these people, calling them all these names. Like that's what the platform was for. And if you didn't get your name calling in on the show, then there's no need for you to sit back and think of names to call them afterwards. Like when you were in their face and you had time to talk your trash, you were crying. So keep that same energy, like Jason likes to say, and cry on the internet without making any jabs at anyone. Because you could, you should have made your jabs on Nick's health or on the show, and maybe you would have made yourself through. This sounds like one of those situations. You ever get into an argument with someone and you think of all the things that you should have said? After the, the fact. <laughs> that's what this is. And she's like, F it. Like, I didn't get a chance to say it there. I'm going to say it on social media because I want to win the battle. It makes sure it doesn't know when to stop. Like, it always comes to a point where she just goes too far. And I just, I feel bad for her. I don't feel like she's ever going to, you know, progress just because she's... Always no, never happy. I've never seen a time where Azalea Banks was happy. Maybe that should be our next thing. After we get John Ruling to go, next week we should focus on get Azalea Banks happy. And we should just do something and try to make it go viral or whatever to get her to smile. That's what we should do. That's it. I'm going to work on that for next week. Amen. I like that idea. Woman Crush Wednesday, we already know who that's going to be. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have to get Azalea back because, like, I mean, we've always reported terrible stories about her um, because she needs coverage. And I feel like that we can provide that for her. I thought that would make her happy, but apparently it didn't. VMA noms are out. The MTV Video Music Awards 2018 will take place on August 20th. I'm a little under a month away, but they have, I'm sorry, a little over a month away, but they have announced some of the categories, including video of the year. Um, We got something from Ariana Grande. I don't know what that song is, but uh, Bruno Mars has that finesse remix with Cardi B, um, one of her 10 nominations. Um, The Carters are nominated for Ape Shit and Childish Gambino, This Is America and Drake God's Plan are also nominated. Guys, which one are you picking to win video of the year? You don't know No Tears Left to Cry? How's that one go? Right now, I'm in a state of mind. I want to be in like all the time. So I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. I'm learning. I'm living. I'm picking it up. <laughs> no, I've never heard that before. I think I have heard that song. Um, but yeah. Okay. I definitely didn't see the video. Which one are you guys picking to win? Uh, I, that's a, this is, first off, the Carter's ape, ape 
That should even be on there. Like, come on. Why shouldn't it? It was in the league. It literally came out yesterday. It's a still. It was huge. It was big, but I think um, based on, like, the publicity that I've seen, I think I'm going for either uh, This Is America or God's Plan. That's a very good point because both of those went pretty viral. Drake giving out money and God's plan and this America was just huge. Based on like just what I've seen from like I like the way they were received. Like the rest of these were like normal videos the way they were received, but like these two videos went like crazy. Well, the 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 Bruno Mars and Cardi B video was pretty big. Yeah, it was all right, but it wasn't like I mean I, I think the eight S word video was probably the best one, only because like when Wait, I you look just at it, your whole pick, like what the hell? Well, I don't that? think you should. I just think it's newer. But like, if I'm looking at the, the the options, I do think that should be the one only because like it was so, like it it made you like look at the art. It it took it beyond just like a hip hop video. It was so much more bigger than that. And I'm not saying that um this is America didn't do the same thing because obviously it did. Yeah. But like that video, it was like when you look at it, like no uh, nobody else has done that. Like they're shut, they're shutting down like museums in Paris and stuff like that. And granted, other people don't have like the, the funds and the budgets to do that. But the fact that they did that and exposed, in my opinion, African Americans to that is a big deal. Do you think MTV is going to give it to This is America? I think they're going to stay uh, non political, and um, I think they're going to give it to Apeshit just to guarantee that the card has come. Um, I think giving that to them will still not guarantee that they come. <laughs> At least it'll guarantee that Kanye West won't jump on the stage. Like I've seen them win very big awards and still not show up. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. Artist of the year, Ariana Grande, Bruno Mars, Camila Cabello. Um, that's the girl from Fifth Harmony. Uh, Cardi B, Drake, and Post Malone. That's a hard one, actually. Artist of the year. I think I'm going to go with uh, Cardi B. But like she had the biggest year. Uh, artist, two year. number ones, um, and a one that was close to being number one. So. I would say Drake. I mean, I would say Drake, but I do think just because Cardi has, she's fa- she's fairly newer. I could give it to her, but I would. I think overall it would be Drake, though. Jersey Drake, okay. Uh, Ty, who are you going with? I think Drake, um, just because of the uh, streaming records that he broke, had a big year. As far as um, being an artist and, you know, Drake is Drake. But he's just I big. Like, at this point, like, Drake's not... Go- whatever Drake releases is going to go number one. But see, that's why I said... That's why I said, like, I-, I could see Cardi because she's newer and stuff. But, like, I will say, though, with this album, though, I think Drake has kind of reinvented himself a little bit. Like, he's tried... He's 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 a little different this time around, I do think. How? He's still talking about Kiki and all these other strippers that dumped. I know, but before, back. like, he wasn't doing it where we could dance to, and now we're like dancing. Like, Drake is really like, he's making America great again. <laughs> all right. Um, and last but not least, let's be best new artist. Um, Bazzy, who is this pop, this pop dude, uh, Cardi B, um, Chloe and Haley, which is Beyonce's girls, uh, Kaylee Kiyoko, Haley Kiyoko. I think that's how you say her name. Dex, is that how you say her name? You'd be working at them pop stations. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, Lil Pump, who is Gucci Gang. Music, that helps you. Oh, okay. Uh, Lil Pump, who is Gucci Gang. And of course, we all know Lil Uzi Vert. And I can't believe he's still a new artist at this point. But okay. Uh, who you guys pick up for best new artist? Lil Uzi Vert, because he's from Philly. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert, because he's from Philly? That's what you said, Ty? Yeah. <laughs> you ride with Philly? <laughs> yeah, always. 
<laughs> Dex, who are you going with? I would go with Chloe and Haley. I think of this list, I think they might deserve it. I feel like they're new. You know what I mean? Like, th- like their album just came out like this year. Well, so did and, Cardi B's. Yeah, but I mean, like we've known about Cardi B and like we've been hearing her single. It feels oh, like who's Chris Brown on all these lists? So he didn't win. It. He's not making any waves right now. Chris Brown. What, what made you bring up Chris Brown? What's I just like, like in love with Chris Brown. You're the what only person that, that is decent for this man. Like, what's going on? This, his music seems to be fairly recent. Why isn't he like involved in any of this stuff? What's the Chris Brown song that was out recently? Who, what's that song? Yeah, I can't remember. With the one with Little Dicky. Which, by the way, should totally be on like for like something. That song is huge. I mean, it's a little Dicky song. It's not Chris Brown. Song. Okay, the song should still be on something like that song. Yeah, was- like Chris Brown, I thought we canceled him. You, look, I look, y'all cancel Kanye. I cancel Chris Brown. So you know, yeah, we all like, have you, our preferences. You saying you cancel Chris Brown doesn't really mean anything. Like everybody else <laughs> didn't do it, just you did. Like that doesn't. Who cares? What you do. <laughs> I'm protesting. nominated for something. TV time, guys. Uh, the Rugrats are set to relaunch um, a new a new Nickelodeon series. Dex, what you say? Here for this, yes. <laughs> right no lie, I literally just watched like last week. Actually, I watched all the Rugrat movies. So, like, I feel like I'm like a Nostradamus or something like that. Like, I watch these movies, and then next week, bam! Like, they're coming out with like <laughs> they're, re- they're re- reviving it, like. Or they die. What else y'all want me to revive? Because like, like today, guys, I'm wearing like a Chuck E. Cheese shirt. I got some Hey Arnold pins. Like whatever you guys want me to make come to life, like I can do. Clearly, God looks at me and is like, what does text want? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, well, the Rugrats movie will be a live action movie. Uh, now you which- it's going to have CGI characters um, and both the TV series and the movie will include new adventures with beloved characters, Tommy, Chucky, Phil, Lil, Susie, and Angelica. They did not say anything about Dill being on any of these adventures <laughs> or Kimmy. They keep her ass at home too, but they will also introduce a new world of characters. Um, so are you going to be watching a live action movie? No, because remember back in the day when the first Rugrat game came out for PlayStation, they were in like CGI-ish looking there. It, yeah, it was terrible. It was weird. Like it literally ruined my childhood for, for quite some time because like Tommy doesn't look like that and I can't <laughs> take them looking like that. So no. Although I will say though that I have been watching <laughs> such a child. I have been watching like Alvin and the Chipmunks and it's somewhat like a look and it's so good. So yeah, but it works for them. I do not think it works for this. Um, I just have to wait and see, but I don't, I have to look at the previews. I don't think it works. I would rather them do the cartoon thing and um, keep, keep it alive that way. I just hope they're not disrespectful to Susie because you know they always do black people dirty. So The thing is that I don't even know why Susie's in this press release because she was barely in the regular show. So... <laughs> They put in an episode a week, once a week. You see Susie. Cynthia and Raptor had more lines than Susie did. <laughs> oh, I am Reptar. Um, all right. TV time number two. This is the literal sense of the word. Um, so this is what happened to a guy when uh, he found out that someone text his girl and said that she tastes like peaches. Check it out. <laughs> really out there trying to take my TV. You're really gonna take my kid's TV. Fucking goddamn right. You wanna text my and shit? Fuck that. I don't give a fuck what you got to say. How you gonna text? I open your fucking phone when I wake up. 
and a nigga talk about you taste like peaches. I don't give a fuck what you gotta say. Oh, you laughing? This shit funny, huh? Well, it ain't gonna be funny when you ain't watching no fucking TV. <laughs> so funny. I'll be back for the rest of my shit. Um, what are my kids supposed to watch? I don't give. It's a fucking thirty-two inch up there, where they can play some board games. Or shit. Oh, I don't give a fuck. A oh, thirty-two inch. To survive. <laughs> Franklin. See, that's why nobody's loyal to y'all because y'all, y'all chicks think y'all slick, man. <laughs> I'm paying for the shit. Are we giving my man a standing ovation for uh, standing up for men everywhere and not taking um, no cheating women? Hi, Facebook. No, um, from the video, guys, if you guys are watching on the podcast, I mean, if you guys listen to the podcast, in the video, the guy just continues to walk. I don't, I don't think he's going to a car. He just so gonna walk with the TV. So you're walking barefoot down the street with a 50 inch TV. You don't you stand up. For that innovation. I feel like he deserves more credit. Ty, what you think? Um, honestly, I'm never a fan of ratchetness, <laughs> and um, I think that it would have been more dignified for him to tell her about herself and leave, and then. Uh, but it's his TV. What if he? What if he? Yeah, it's his TV. Like he's going to leave. He's leaving forever. I'm not yeah, giving you my TV. When you get a moving truck and somewhere <laughs> to go, you can appropriately move your things out of your house. Um, I'm I'm all for not taking or standing up or putting up with cheating. Um, I'm just saying, like, I think you should do things in a more dignified way. You are walking out of the house. Like, where are you going? Well, he said his mom, he said his mom won't come pick him up. So he, I guess he's going to go wait where on the, Where's mom? He's going to wait on the corner because he don't want to be not, around. Why not have mom come to the house and move your things out that way? That's too much drama. Mom might beat her ass. So you need her, you need him to be as far away as possible. Um, and you so he's going to stand on the corner. Mom's going to pick you up naked on the corner with a TV. <laughs> he must be so proud. <laughs> All right. Uh, time for the best segment of the show called Racist, a.k.a. Who Called the Cops? Um, because that seems like that's the story oh, every wow. week. <laughs> This week on Who Called the Cops, uh, someone posted this photo of two people um, in an L.A. fitness, it looks like. One person has on basketball shorts, a tank top, and two arm sleeves. Um, Reminder, this is L.A. fitness, guys. He's taking this very seriously. And then another guy is standing next to a cop uh, who is seemingly explaining himself. Um, Now, you can clearly... Guess who is who in this situation? Um, the white guy says that uh, the black guy fouled him too hard. And so he decided to call the police on the black guy. Um, the police came. They were kind of upset that, that their time was wasted um, and they did not arrest anyone. So was this at all racist or you think the guy really hit him that hard? <laughs> really, I mean, can, can you even tell these days? Like, I don't know. I don't put nothing past nobody. <laughs> Ty, would you call the cops if someone fouls you hard in basketball? No, I'd probably foul him back. Call it a day. You think it was racist? I need to know what the score was. Um, racism, <laughs> racism in a way that he was probably uh, scared shitless of this dude and didn't want to foul him back and felt like he was in some sort of danger. So it's like that type of thing where you're not in danger and you're perceiving yourself in danger probably because he's bigger than you and taller than you and he's black. Like one of those things, not necessarily like you're intentionally being racist. Like I'm Isn't that what George Zimmerman did? Okay. Um, maybe maybe he thought the score was 5-0. <laughs> you know, good one. That, that white boy was down like 20 nothing. No, 5-0 is what they call the cops. Uh, 5-0. <laughs> <laughs> that was 
All right, on the next edition of um, <laughs> Who Called the Cops, this is what happened when a CVS employee decided to call the cops when someone tried, or when an African-American lady, or she calls herself a black woman, um, <laughs> decided to try to use a coupon that this person thought was fake. So the man, uh, he, he's a Trump supporter. He called the cops on a black woman a Trump over a coupon. You'll see. Black. No, I'm not African-American. I'm black. Black isn't a bad word. Um, that's why he was on the phone calling. Uh, she said black was not a bad word. Um, so she tried to use a coupon, but the manager thought that it was fake and he proceeded to call the police. As you can see here, his hand is shaking. He's a manager at the store and he's calling because there's a customer harassing him and harassing the other manager. And that's when I made sure my phone was taping. It's a female. Cook his hand. <laughs> She's wearing a green. Uh, Tell them I'll be here sweater. when she they arrive. That I will be waiting uh, for them to arrive. She's ready. She's ready to you wait. can tell them her name is Camilla Hudson. I have ID and we'll share it. <laughs> she got that. That then not now with him not accepting the coupon. It's how he didn't accept the coupon. So this guy Maury Madsen was a state delegate for Trump's 2016 campaign, and he is now running for alderman in Chicago's 48th ward. One of his campaign promises is increased police presence. Um, and the internet has now dubbed him Coupon Carl to go with all the other trendy nicknames that they always give white people who do bad things on the internet, like Barbecue Becky and Permit Patty. Um, CVS has issued a formal apology to this woman, um, and they say we sincerely apologize to Ms. Hudson for her experience. CVS does not tolerate any practices that discriminate, and we are committed to maintaining a welcoming and diverse environment in our stores. Um, for their record, uh, CVS went a little bit further, and they decided to go ahead and fire this young man. Uh, and they said, we have completed our investigation. And as a result, the two colleagues who were involved are no longer employed by CVS Health. Um, what do you think about this coupon lady? Did the guy call out of racism? Do you think he his Trump supporting ways had anything to do with this? Listen, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think. Because we can't say just because he's a Trump supporter, because then he'll be doing it all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure she's not the first black person to come in there. I I always say with these things like we need to see more of what happened before, because we don't know what this woman did or said to him before. Let me just tell you this. I know how I am. If I was at a CVS and I presented a coupon and they're like, the coupon's fake. You would have spit on him. I, I would never spit on another. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would never do that. But I wouldn't just be like, okay like i i would go off like i would be pissed like i like i spent time here like just don't i i just i don't have time for foolishness i don't i don't do that i don't deal well with it um so i would be very so this lady she was the same way you don't call the castle somebody for that i feel like just because the nature of i mean the way she was responding i feel like she was offended by the way he did it, like she said, like, it's not even like, oh, I'm sorry, we, we won't, we don't accept that one here or whatever the case may be, but it's probably like, he probably did it in a real thick way. So she just um, kind of went off and he got afraid. I don't know if it's necessarily racism, but it probably is. All right. That was this edition of racist, AKA who called the cops. I didn't see the S thought it was something bad too, because they fired him. So 
It's happening like, to literally you know, every they, Like they don't they don't want to be grilled in with this mess. Like this is mess. Cause you know what, to be honest with you, although like, like I just said before, it could have been a situation where he did feel like threatened by the woman or whatever. But I always look at it like this. You as a human being in, in America, you watch the news, you know, what's going on in society. You know, that cops and black people are having these issues where black people are unarmed and they're getting killed. Like you understand that, you know that. So for you to call the cops, like to me, that it's like a slap in the face. And it also feels, it also for me feels like that's something that you don't mind if that happens or you don't care if that happens. And I right. think that's the reason why CV, CVS had to get rid of him. And I commend them for it. Very good point, Dexter. Q&A, Ta. Q&A, I love this part of the show because you all get to participate and we all get to use our expertise to help you. I think we're getting wiser. So, like, the questions need to keep coming because we're we're really starting to uh, go somewhere with this. Oh, um, so, we get, like, uh, our therapist license at this point, right? Yeah, I need, I'm, I need to go back to my license. Um, topic number one is the ugly duckling. Mm-hmm. Um, topic number two, um, a grown man in his cartoons. Um, topic number three, skinhead bull, blues. Sorry. Blues. And topic number four is guilty conscience. Um, I feel like that grown man in his cartoons one is like against me. It's not. Oh. It might be. I don't think so, though. Well, I want to do... I like that one. Okay, let's do two and four. Okay. You want to do that, Ty? Or yeah, one. Do, is, is one good? I need to touch one. So it can, may I, maybe I can do it quickly. All right, we'll just go. We'll just go long. Whatever is y'all is y'all show. Um, I started dating a great guy three months ago, and he okay. asked me if I want um to be exclusive. I'd be thrilled if not for one thing. Um, his anime collection, despite being in his late twenties. Oh, um, look he, at Dex's face. <laughs> he screwed up. Nothing to do with me. All mind. over his bedroom, many of which feature sexed up, infantilized women. Um, he's nothing. I mean, sorry, he's nothing but respectful toward me and other women. But still, the picture creeps me out. I told him that if, I, if he wants to get serious, he'll have to redecorate. He said that was unfair. Am I asking too much? Oh. Well, do you guys live together? Um, yeah, that's that's why that's why I am like I feel like when you guys move in together, when you get to that stage, then you can ask him to redecorate. Right now, you're just asking him to be exclusive, so I think it'd be okay for you not to start re- redecorating. You can't redecorate his own bed. Like if that's the bedroom he's like if he's living in his mom's house, for instance, and he invites you over, and you're telling him, oh, he needs to redecorate if you're going to be with me. Like that's his damn room. He's been living I, in that I, room. I'm kind of with her a little bit. I feel like if you see something in an early stage or something that you want to, you don't like or you need you feel like you need to get rid of you need to speak up now because when you guys do move in together and you tell him you can't bring it over here he's going to be like uh yes i can so i think you need to speak i don't up. think he would do that normal guys wouldn't do that normal normal whatever that means in 2018 <laughs> guys probably wouldn't have anime on their wall too but this guy <laughs> does so like and they like each other they're cool with each other so i think if you have an issue with that you need to speak up now yeah, and some of that i mean in, in part in part, I do agree with Dexter and that if you see something that you don't like, you should speak up. So I think, but I, I just don't think that it should be a reason for you not to be exclusive with him because of the anime. If you like everything else about him, I think as you guys date, he'll never mind. I'm, I mean, I, I feel like most people would choose their woman over an anime poster. So well, you're like, I'm, well, I'm telling you right now, you, yeah. you'll end up like some girls. 
Like they'd be like, oh, Dexter, you watch wrestling. I don't want you to watch wrestling. And then two years later, here they are at the wrestling shows with me. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, if you, if, you don't, if you don't put your foot down right now, you're going to be at the anime shows with him. So you're going to be decorating. <laughs> you'll be decorating the kitchen with anime if you don't put your foot down now, girl. I think you're asking too much. If it's his own room, if as long as he understands that, you know, they will be doing the decorating unless you guys move in together. Okay, that's cool. Just make that clear. But I don't think you can ask someone to change a room that they've grown up in. Like that's a little much. Personally, um, I, I would like to touch number one really quickly, um, and then I think we can wrap it up. The other ones, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm ugly. I've never seen a photo of myself, of me, I like and avoid looking at them when possible, where possible, sorry. I try to have stuff going on in my life, but hobbies and living seems pointless without someone to share it with. Um, With that in mind, what do I do? Dating apps aren't working great. Everyone is either way too good for me or I'm not interested. I'm crushingly lonely, but but also aware that as a mid-30s, low-income man, that it's too late. Is there a way to forget about companionship since I lost the, the gene lottery? I keep I keep thinking if my fears were confirmed that this is my life now, I give up in the flash. Some people die alone. How do they even make it to old age? Um, so I was a little bit taken back by this. Um, and I do, I did want to touch this simply because I hope that the person who has written this to us is watching. Um, So the first thing I would like to say is there's someone for everyone sometimes. I mean, the being ugly is not a reason to not get in a relationship. I see lots of other people in relationships. So if you think that you're ugly, um, there's no reason why. Um, Because honestly, a lot of women, especially at your age, are more um, attracted to confidence and ambition than they are like necessarily having you supermodel good looks. So that's not really a thing. Like you don't like photos of yourself, stop taking photos, like work on your career. Like don't just sit back and say, I'm a low income, ugly person. Like you can begin to make changes to be happy with who you are. First of all, if you don't like the way your face looks, you can actually, you know, start going to the gym, work out, have a nice body. If you don't like, what you're doing as a job, try to figure out how you can do something to make some money, start driving Uber on the side, like figure it out. Like, but this whole um, life is over and I'm ugly and I'm 30 and I lost a gene pool. It's very concerning behavior. So I do suggest also um, getting therapy because I think um, that this mindset is a little bit scary because you're giving up on life just because things aren't working out. And I think that when you get into that cycle, it's going to take more than just your own mental capacity to be able to break that cycle. So I think that you should begin looking into therapy and starting to have confidence yourself because when you do meet someone, or if you do meet someone, you won't be able to be in a healthy relationship with that person because you have so much hate for self. And if you have hate for self, another person is not going to make you happy. I promise you that. All of your insecurities and all of your issues are going to be right in that relationship with you. You might not feel them at first, but once you get past that initial, oh, oh my God, I'm so happy I'm in a relationship phase, all those insecurities are going to come crashing back. So you have to work on those things before you get into a relationship with somebody else. And I think therapy is the best place to try to work some of those things out. Anyone else? 
This message was brought to you by Maybelline. Maybe she's going with it. Maybelline. Ty, like, Jesus Christ. What in the Mr. Rogers neighborhood? Like, you were... Okay. I, I, I agree with you. making said. light sounds like on Facebook. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, snaps and fingers and stuff like that. Like, the poetry shop. That was good. I don't... I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I'm... Uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what Ty said. Amen. Uh, for more questions, hit us up, broadtalklive.com slash questions. Be blessed. Just uh, a time, just a time, just a time. We're going to do this pretty fast because we're running out of time, but we can go long because the FCC don't give a F about me. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> Freestyling. Um, a lot of people are talking about the VMAs as we talked about earlier. And one of the major parts of the VMAs each year is who's going to win the Video Vanguard Award. Um, that has not been announced yet, but a lot of people are petitioning for Missy Elliott to win this award. Uh, websites such as The Fader are saying it's time to give Missy Elliott the VMAs Video Vanguard Award. Another headline, Missy Elliott to be awarding the VMA should be awarded uh, the VMAs Video Vanguard Award. Until Missy Elliott wins the Video Vanguard Award, the VMAs mean nothing. And Change.org even has a petition that says, give Missy Elliott the next VMA Video Vanguard Award. Um, for her part, uh, Missy Elliott has heard the news on Twitter about people wanting her to win the award. Um, and back in February of last year, uh, people were bringing this up. And she said, no, I haven't won it, but I just have to work a lot harder for a Video Vanguard Award with a little giggle. So she knows that she's being snubbed. Um, and so in light of that, we are going to go ahead and give you a little bit of Missy Elliott um, ownership or how do we say this, Ty? What do you, you honor someone like a. You are awful. Well, why am I here to like tell you how to speak? Because you're an English. The crazy part about it, this is the second homage to Missy Elliott. This is the second time tonight where Jason wanted to like know how to spell a word or like you know pronounce something. Ty, like I am just sitting here. Like he doesn't ask me anything. Like I'm clearly the dumb one here. Well, normally I ask. So the first time I was I was not looking at the screen, and so he's like, I tried to find where he was reading, and I was like looking, trying to scan for this word, and I couldn't find it until like. I'm not reading. I have a teleprompter. I'm just I'm literally just going. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, now that just proves the point because I did see the word and I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I just kept quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we're paying homage to Missy Elliott um, and we're going to get you to guess this word. So she said uh, a few days ago, happy birthday to my album, blank, 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 was born on this day 21 years ago. Um, which album is she talking about? The Missy Elliott Experience. <laughs> Girl, what? That's not even the name of the Missy album. I don't know. I have no idea. Missy Elliott's never gonna make this go viral now. Y'all can't even guess her damn albums. I, no, I, oh god, you guys you are all... the answer, Jason. We needed this. Like, why would you do that? Like, you could have done albums. Super like, duper fly. Know. I knew that. Yeah, you knew Super Duper Fly. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't know that was the name of the album though. At this award show, she has an astounding 33 nominations, but only seven wins. The VMAs. Would you say Dex? The VMAs. <laughs> Really? All those videos she's released, she only has seven wins, you think? Okay, uh, Ty, which award show? VMAs too? Yeah, sure. You're absolutely right. The VMAs. Uh, look at all these times she was nominated and sprinkled in seven wins there. Um, a couple of those wins are for Lady Marmalade, which she actually um, wasn't really a part of. 
people are just realizing Missy Elliott's work at lyrics aren't gibberish 15 years later. Um, so guys, what do those words, you know, it's now what is uh what is that actually saying? I forgot. I did remember. I, I did, did remember thing. Isn't she saying the same thing like backwards? But she's yeah, saying like, like a rewind lyrics backwards. What Hit it. Uh, so is that Dex, you want to try to pronounce that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dad, you want to pronounce it? No. <laughs> Come on. You, you do it. Suck. <laughs> all right. So she said, shout out to um, all Wait, who just you now figured out what I was saying on my song, Work It, after 15 years. Yep. I flipped it and reversed it and go to Snapchat and try it. Um, you guys don't want to try it, but I'll try it. T-S-F-R-D-N-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-R-D-F-
<laughs> washer in this case. Yeah, at least it wasn't a dryer. I don't think she would have survived. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Really lucky. <laughs> All right, time for seats. Uh, Ty, do you want to go ahead and announce this segment? My, my voice is tired. Portion of the show where we hand out seats because people in society deserve and need these seats to stay out of our way. Dex, do you have a seat? I have a couple. So my first seat is one that I was supposed to give out last week. Um, it goes for one of our viewers, Marion. She's been very persistent telling me to give this seat out. She's pissed at IHOP. And frankly, so am I. So, you know, before on the Bro Talk page, we said, um, is this IHOP thing? Are they changing to International House of Burgers or breakfast? Or is this just a publicity stunt? Most of you guys voted in our Q&A Sunday poll, which is up every Sunday. You guys voted that it was a stunt. And we were all right, guys. IHOP announced last week that they're just pulling a stunt on us. Like, it's not going to be a real thing. There's no International House of Burgers. It's always going to be International House of Pancakes. And in their, their commercial for it, they actually said, we were just pulling a stunt to promote our burgers. You guys got to be seated for that. And also, if you guys are looking for someone or a team of people to help out with your marketing department, IHOB could stand for International House of Bro Talk Live. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> um, another seat that I have to give myself, I recently over the weekend watched the movie Waiting to Excel. Like I've been doing this thing where inspired by Jason, actually, where I would go and Fatima, I would go back and I would watch like old, like the black movies that you're supposed to have seen when you were younger. I go back and I watch them every week and I like just reflect on them. And this past week I watched Waiting to Excel and I cannot get the line out where the man said, you raggedy B word. And I've been saying it quite a few, quite a, like I've said it a lot in the past week or so. And I really got to give myself a seat because Dexter, you are a child of God. You do not speak. Like <laughs> and my final seat is going to go to, so last weekend I was in the mall this is like a seat for me and it's also a seat for her because like I was in the mall and like I like to buy candles and I was in Bed, Bed, Beth and Body Works and I picked up a $12 candle, but it was like a, a frosted donut candle, which smelled like amazing. So it was $12. So that's why I need to see myself. But I Damn, don't. $12 for a candle? But it just smelled like oh my heaven. I, I'm pretty Dex. I bought a $45 candle one time. It smells so good. You can't help it, right? $45? Sometimes. Yes, it's really nice. Decorative. Smells amazing. Decorative. <laughs> it's so good. And it like, it like makes your room smell like the candle without even lighting it. It's like amazing. It's Come on now. So um, I went, I went, I went and I, there were, looks like it was two lines. So I stood in the, the line that's close to one of the cashiers. So like she waits a couple minutes, she rings the person out that's with her. Mind you, the, the line, not necessarily behind me, but on the other side, it's starting to like, you know, people are starting to go out there to ring out their purchases. She then tells me like, oh, um, the line's over there. This isn't the line. Guys, like I was so tempted to say you raggedy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I was so upset. And I just said, I'm so proud of myself. I just said, you know what? I don't want this anymore. And I just walked out of there and I really feel like I stuck it to her. That's all I got for today. All right. Um, I don't have a seat. Todd, do you have one? Um, yes, briefly. Um, on this show, we always talk about how people retract statements. Um, and we really hate it because not, most times what you said the first time is what you really meant. And then you try to cover yourself with either a ridiculous public apology or some kind of retraction of your statement. Um, and so the person that I honestly thought would never do it has done it. Donald Trump. What oh, God. <laughs> he says, well, I don't see why Russia would hack our, our election. And like basically said, Vladimir's a great guy. 
Um, him and his team are going to help investigate with me and my team, and we're going to move on from this. So obviously he got back home when he got to McDonald's, and he realized that there was a got lot of fish um, so as he was eating his fish fillet and drinking his Diet Coke, um, he realized that his even his supporters were not happy with him. So instead of doing the Donald Trump thing and saying, whatever, who cares, um, it's Obama's fault, he gets up there and says, oh, guys, I didn't mean to say, I don't know why what Russia would hack our, I meant to say, I don't know why they wouldn't. And in the context of that, I'm like, he's like, oh, I thought you guys would realize I made a mistake or that I misspoke. Like, he really went on there and said that he misspoke, knowing good and well. Like, Jason talked earlier about context, context clues. Like, he wouldn't, didn't even make sense of what he was saying. Right. He's over here praising, praising him. And he was like, and you praise them and st- like, you were afraid to say what you had to say in front of like Vladimir Putin. Like, you're afraid of this guy. Why? Because he got some stuff on him, man. There's always something telling you something. So, Donald Trump needs a big seat, and Donald Trump always needs a seat, but he did the one thing that we hate. I mean, the one thing we did respect about him was that he says his stupidity and he stands by it. And that retraction of his statement um, in such an embarrassing way and, and not even like an intellectual way, like just we're supposed to be stupid, think you misspoke, and that's that. And, and there are some people who are going to believe that, but you know, Donald Trump, you need to see for that. Um, I'm not trying any candles, contrary to popular belief. You all can get off my back on the, the blogosphere. And um, Chris Breezy will never win. Hopefully, he'll never win another MTV VMA as long as he lives. I'm, I'm like, boy, that's just true. my boy Chris Brown up there. I hope he just stays quiet. He's been quiet for a little while now. So let's hope that he continues on this upward trend of um, increased privacy and safety. So let's hope he continues and just does everything the right way. Um, Do you guys have anything else to say to the fans that are listening to us? Thank you guys so much for like checking the show out tonight. Like, I don't know why I'm getting like very emotional. I'm very like happy about this show and I'm very happy about like the progress we've made like on the show. And I just... I'm just very happy. Thanks, guys, for the love. Um, thank you, guys, for for hashtagging Bro Talk Hive as well. Like, I, that has a, a very nice ring to it. I actually like it a lot. I think we should go with that, Bro Talk Hive. And like, you guys have Talk a great Bro week. Hive. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Merchandise coming soon, of course. <laughs> Ty, do you have anything to say to the people? No, we just appreciate the support after all these wonderful years, um, and just continue to tune in. The show only gets better and better. Amen. Um, shout out to uh, everyone who checked us out this week and everyone who participates um, during the week on our social media channels. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, tell a friend about all of us, um, not just the show and not just the podcast, but also uh, our Instagram stuff as well. Um, and and comment. Let us know that you're listening. Would you say, uh, out of all the blogs, our social media account is the best. Absolutely. You know, we try. We really do give a, give a good effort. Um, BroTalkLive.com for Dex, for Ty. My name is Jay. We thank you for tuning in on tonight and we're going to leave you with Dex's smiling face. We out.